0: You've tuned into the R.U. Screening Podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the R.U. Screening Podcast. I am your host, R.U. Screening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, if you've been keeping up with us, you know that uh, this is the time of year where we have to try and get through a lot of movies at once. Yeah. Uh, and But this week, uh, it might only be uh, two that we like really hit, um, yeah. although there are others that we will uh, mention here and there and uh, give you our take a little bit on them as we go through things, because... Uh, the Critics' Choice Awards uh, released their nominations, right. and uh, and they were uh, surprising to me in some ways, and uh, utterly not surprising. But um, and some of my more curious nominations actually uh, worked out. You did it, yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's not just me because I just uh, think you're lobbying, you know, you're yeah, like, come no.
1: on guys, let's do this.
0: Yeah. It can't just be me yeah. because <laughs> some of them did not. Right. Right. So, well, that's <laughs> how you make if it. I, look, if I had yeah. the
1: power, you're too smart to know that's they, not, they would be different the way to
0: go. Um, yeah. So, um, and then, uh, the voting that I have to do is, um, that's right up I don't, here, I don't, right? I don't, I don't even know. It's, uh, no, it's like the end of December or something. And the show is huh. the 9th. Yeah, I'm gonna say right whether I'm right or not. That's right. what I'm gonna say for <laughs> if right I say now. I that. Yeah, uh, I'm almost positive it's the ninth. Yeah, um, but it, it was a weird year. So we're gonna go through uh, the nominations, and a lot of them we'll do really quickly because who cares, right? Oh. Because uh, we no, love Nobody cares about yeah. anything. But it was uh, it was a weird year, and it was a weird. Uh, I, I feel like I say it's a weird year like every year, right? But yeah. this was an especially weird year. And uh, for me, I think that the thing that was weird about this year is that somehow the whole COVID thing and all the problems and you've got like, you know, movies got pushed back that are competing now with the movies that that's when they were supposed to come out. Right. And, you know, so yeah. all this weird stuff is happening. It was a weird, I feel like distillation of the normal like hype engine, you know, like there was no, you know, the only thing that I, that jumps out at me anyway, as like, you know, the hype that went away, you know, there's always every year there's yeah earlier on, there are some big hype things and everyone goes, Oh, there's a lock for a nomination. And then that hype just like goes away by the time the nominations happen And then everyone forgot about that movie. Right. Right. Right and uh and you just have a few of those every year, and the only one that jumps out at me this year is Annette that uh oh yeah that um what's his name uh driver yeah, uh, and um when that came out, and when that was like at festivals and stuff, everyone was like, "Oh, this movie's the greatest thing, and it got nominated for nothing, and I haven't heard anyone mention the movie in well right. over so a month the, like, yeah, right. it, like that just was gone right right and so that's that's like the weird one but apart from that movie at, at most everything in the nominations are uh obvious and even obvious like to a horrible depressing fault mm. right Predictably I mean, obvious, it's um, like, yeah, you just know what's going to get nominated. Steven Spielberg I was just gonna made a say, movie. Tom Hanks
1: is in a thing. Right, right. There you go. I mean, Meryl that's, Streep. That's you know. your thing, right? Yeah.
0: Um, Denzel <laughs> made a movie, so he's nominated. Steven Spielberg made a movie, so right. it got a lot, a lot of nominations. Yep. Uh, right. Like King Richard, people been talking about for a long time. Yeah. Um, not that in itself is not whether or not it deserves to be nominated, but, and like power of the dog, like pe- right. since March, people have been saying the power Talking, of, do- of the dog yeah. and they never stopped. Right. So, I mean, like the, like that hype just kept on. Yeah. Even when I remember when people were hyping this movie, uh, before they would even tell you what it was about. I mean, it's based <laughs> on a book and yeah, you, yeah, it, right. it's if based you, on her own book yeah. and whatever. So you know what it's about, but. Like, no one would even talk about the movie. They would just talk about how it's going to win everything. Right. There's no way they could know. And right. yet, they were talking about it anyway. Like, I mean, I don't know. Some critics saw some dailies of I Cumberbatch guess. or something and, and went, went, I know, right. I know I mean, my prediction. I yeah. Mean, like, right. Anyway, um, <laughs> so there. So what? what ended up happening, basically, is that if you go on the internet and you, like, find these prediction things or something, and some of them will be, like, you know, they do it like it's Vegas and they're like, these right. are the odds of these people. And then if you go way lower down the list or whatever. Yeah. And almost every year you are going to have some of those right. down the list things are going to get nominated. Right. And this year there were not a lot of them. There were a few mm-hmm. that were pretty cool. But taking the you know, lion's share of nominations were things that, you know, you didn't have to see the movie. Like, you right. you know, um I predict Steven Spielberg is going to get a lot yeah. of nominations. I don't even know what movie he's making. Right. I'm just going to. That's yeah. my bet. Right. And uh, and, you know, it just it was uh, loaded kind of with that sort of thing. Right. So those are funny. Too, so I have uh, yeah. I have lots of uh, comments I could throw out and I will say right now, because I might uh, potentially forget to say it uh, for me anyway, the the giant robbery of the year is the French dispatch, yeah. which, uh, as far as the critics choice is concerned, got nominated for nothing except for like production design. Uh, right. I think it, it got nominated for a couple things, but like best comedy, like we have right. our own like yeah. comedy thing and, uh, production design, uh, which, you know, it totally deserved, but it was, uh, that's right. insane for right. me. Um, yeah. uh, no best picture no screenplay you know no actors or supporting actors or yeah, whatever I, I mean it that was uh wild because um i'm sorry that movie's awesome if yeah. you if you think uh and you know before i won't go crazy into this but if you think that <laughs> If you think that Steven Spielberg's West Side Story is a better movie than French Dispatch, then Ooh. we have nothing left to talk about. Hot take. First of all, West Side Story, I mean, I, I admit going in that I'm biased, right? West Side Story is a stupid movie. Uh, oh. Uh, both of them. I love like, it. Like, right. all, oh, yeah, right. all right. of yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, from I was the gonna beginning, say, yeah. West Side Story was right. stupid, right? The right. first <laughs> version of it is stupid. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, for me, it's, it's great for... Uh, people who just demand to see people dance around, and sing, and right. you know whatever, right? right. But um, it 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 does not work with the story it's telling, right? Yeah. It's if it's Oklahoma, right, right, <laughs> and people right. are dancing and singing, you're like whatever. People are dancing, sure. and singing, yeah. or whatever, you know. People are like in the midst of trying to kill each this other. This is gang violence, right?
1: And everyone's like, "Let's let's settle and this the, with our feet." And then start yeah.
0: snapping and dancing around. Yeah. I mean, the story's just stupid. <laughs> and you know, I mean, the story was old when Shakespeare told it. Like, oh, It was as old when Shakespeare wrote it as Shakespeare's old right. to us now. Like, it's right. the oldest, most simplistic goofball story. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, and now we threw it into gang violence. Sure, and yeah, now it's new and er- everything. And now we we do it again. And basically, this is just uh, <laughs> this is like. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so I think it's funny because he got uh, nominated. It got nominated for adapted screenplay. right? Yeah. that to me is like you know every high school that puts on a production of West Side right. Story is doing an adaptation. Right, like. It's just the same thing. Yeah. I know. You didn't adapt anything. I love how West
1: Side Story is the newest star is born for you. Like, they redo it every decade, and you're like, this, you know, come on.
0: Anyway, uh, so, you know, you know where to send your email.
1: But the cultural significance. Uh, uh, You know. What? Anyway. uh, So. Uh, I'm going to kind of
0: go through the earlier things just to go through stuff kind of fast yeah. because, so I'm going to go like go backwards and we'll just like touch yeah. on all the things. So, uh, and then I wrote this really small. I actually have writing going on. <laughs> you right? do. Um, so there's a uh, best song. We'll start with best song. Yeah. There's be alive from King Richard. Yeah. Uh, The one from Encanto that I don't want to pronounce wrong, but it's like, And not only that, but I wrote it, and I can't (laughs) read what it says. But it's like Dos Arogitas. Yeah. And uh, Guns Go Bang from The Harder They Fall, Just Look Up from Don't Look Up. Yeah. And uh, No Time to Die from No Time to Die. And, you know, it's funny because Best Song, like, people have different theories of Best Song. Yeah. (laughs) And frankly, I don't even know so much about voting on Best Song, right? (laughs) Like songs are not my thing. Movies right. are my thing. Right. right. Like right. not songs. Good, good man. So for me, No Time to Die right. um, it is like so far above all those other songs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but there are some people who vote for it where it's like, uh, I'm just going to listen to the songs. Right. The movies are irrelevant. Right. See, at that's at this point. Yeah. Right. I'm just listening to the song and yeah. going, I like that song. Right, and some people are like, "Where is the song in the movie, and what does it do in the movie, and how does it make any sense?" And like, I like that theory, right? Yeah. Except, you know, no time to die is just the opening song, right? right. It's not doing anything in the movie, except right, you know, for James Bond openings, that is like a thing. That's the whatever, yeah. Um, but beyond that, like trying to figure out what it's doing in the movie, right? I, I rarely, it's mm-hmm. not that I don't like that theory, right? I like that theory better. I like that theory much better right? than
1: just listening to a song.
0: I just can't really do that theory. Yeah. I'm just like, eh, whatever. Especially because, uh, you know, you have something like No Time to Die, and it's like, right. it's, not, it's not even in the movie right in some right. real sense, right? so I'm surprised
1: and, Tick, Tick, Boom didn't get anything, and I'm surprised that King Richard's song did. Yeah. Strange.
0: Uh, anyway, okay, so best score, you've got uh Don't Look Up, Power of the Dog, Spencer, uh, Nightmare Alley, and Dune. And frankly, this huh. this for me was a weird one because almost every year, I've got like two or three best score picks Yeah. that I'm like, ah, oh, you're crazy that those did get dominated because uh-huh. there are usually scores where I'm like, oh, come on, but that is a really good score and it's actually working right. and stuff. And this year, like really, my picks are kind of on the list. So um, I thought Power of the Dog was awesome. Yeah. I thought Nightmare Alley was awesome. Um, I yeah. thought Dune was at least really good. Very and, serviceable. Um, not maybe not like the best thing ever. No, but um, it fit that film. And uh, and Don't Look Up. I'm like eh, I don't know about Don't Look Up. Uh, yeah. I'm 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 not sure about Don't Look Up the movie in general because uh, the movie is itself <laughs> I'm getting a that vibe. Movie. Um, okay, so foreign language, and this is uh yeah. where things take an interesting turn for me personally um but you've got the nominees are a hero, drive my car, which is a Japanese movie that everyone is crazy about, and I'm thinking will probably win, yeah, uh, just that's my prediction just because all critics and people like love this movie, yeah, even though it is outrageously long it's it's a good movie, okay. <laughs> It is insanely long and as slow and wow. boring ish. I mean, I don't yeah. know, boring, but it's like I don't know. It's like way longer than any movie should ever be. Yeah, uh, that's about this. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a good movie and it's interesting. And then you've got Flea, which is the animated movie, hard. Hand of God and Worst Person in the World. Right. Which I nominated for Best Picture. Um, wow because that movie is awesome yeah. so if you are going to see one foreign language movie this year uh that's the one it's called uh the worst person in the world yep. and it is uh i want to say from norway hmm. uh i won't bet my life on that but i'm pretty sure it's from norway um but it it, it it's a fantastic movie um you might have to kind of be in the mood for it because it's kind of a meandering story. But anyway, uh, but we're not going to go into the whole thing. Okay. Um, animated, you've got Encanto, that same flea movie. Yeah. The, that's the foreign language movie. Luca, Mitchell's versus the machines and uh, Ryan, the last dragon. Um, and for me, it's a weird animated year because I don't actually have... I, I, I almost always have at least one, usually two, like yeah. animated movies that I think are awesome. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's um, it it's probably about fifty fifty right now for the like say the last ten years or something that uh, some animated movie is on my top ten list. Right. And uh I just didn't love any
1: animated movies. I mean You loved Mitchell versus the Machines, but maybe you've uh, maybe you've soured on that. Like that was great. But not
0: Yeah. I maybe mean, it was I, a great eight no, I, instead yeah, of a ten. It was but like it was that maybe. it was a
1: very fun eight. Like Yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know. I I kind of got. I don't remember you hating it. it's still that, like an eight. Yeah. No, I
1: didn't. I did. not I mean, dislike. dislike it, we don't always have right? to say love no, and no. hate, but just I don't remember you disliking that at all. Yeah. No,
0: I I liked it, and it's a good movie yeah. and everything. But it, you know, you get down to the end of the year, and there's it's no. Gotta be, it's got to be an animated movie amazing. where I'm going. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Anyway. Okay. So, um, the Critics' Choice, we have our best comedy. Uh, That's hope, you know, trying to be actually best comedy and not the Golden Globes version of just having more movies or whatever. So the comedy nominations are Barb and Star, Go to Vista Del Mar, (laughs) Don't Look Up, Free Guy, The French Dispatch, and Licorice Pizza, which um, that's an odd group. But, I mean, there you go. That's what that is. Right. Uh, Best visual effects. uh, You've got Dune, uh, the new Matrix movie, Resurrections. Yep. Nightmare Alley, No Time to Die, and Shang Chi. And apart from the fact that Shang Chi is in it like almost like by default, which I find boring right. because I didn't think the visuals were actually great. Yeah, I think Shang Chi is in this. Um, at some point, you get to where uh, visual effects nominations are a. You don't have as many choices as you might want. And B, you kind of mistake like good visual effects with, uh, complicated, expensive right. visual effects. Right. Right? <laughs> right. And then you go, um, I guess it's Chi." Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I thought, so I thought Dune was great. Uh, the Matrix has really cool visual effects. Nightmare Alley has awesome visual effects, even though it's not really like the movie that you think of, right. you know? So, I mean, I don't know. Those are all pretty good nominations. Um. Hair and makeup, Cruella, Dune, uh, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci, uh, and Nightmare Alley, which, you know, here in this one and like with costume, uh, so like we'll just jump to costume because, you know, what are we going to talk a really long time about (laughs) About hair and makeup? makeup. Yeah. Uh, The costume designs are Cruella, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, Dune, and House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. And you get to some of these things. And for me, I'm like, I, I just don't know that it makes sense. And I don't, I don't understand everyone's theory of voting, but like, you know, costume design for house of Gucci, how do you get like costume design for, we put a bunch of people in Gucci clothes, right? Like that's, so now it's costume design. Right. I mean, what's, yeah, you know, what's happening <laughs> that you get an award there or like, you know, hair and makeup. I mean, really it's like, um, you know, like, uh, hair and makeup where you've got we're just making people look like the actual people or something. And I mean, is that fantastic? Like it's not, uh, you know, we changed Gary Oldman into
1: right. Churchill
0: into Churchill and he looks like him and he's got like a big like thing. I mean, it's like, you know, we put like a balding wig on Jared Leto and he doesn't, he doesn't look like the guy anyway. Right. Like, except, for the fact that the, the guy is also balding. Right? This ain't no I mean, Eric Stoltz and mask. Know, like you're not
1: doing anything. Yeah. To anybody. I mean, it's
0: uh I right. don't know. some of those, some of the voting on those goes weird. It'll be interesting to see where the Oscars lands on some of these things. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> okay. So we got best editing, uh West side story, Belfast, licorice pizza, uh power of the dog and Dune. And uh as one more shot that, because I'm going to try to take like a lot of shots at West Side Story. Um, <laughs> West Side Story getting best editing here is like, uh, I'm going to vote for West Side Story for everything I possibly can. Right. Um, I mean, hooray for West Side Story and hooray for Steven Spielberg. There's nothing about this movie where you watch it and know what you're voting yeah. for and go, man, the editing on that. I mean, <laughs> too whatever. Hard, too Belfast hard. actually... Really good editing. Yeah, uh that was really good. Licorice Pizza also, and Dune, Power of the Dog, maybe. I I don't know really if if that necessarily I deserves that. This. Yeah. Um, and Power of the Dog is a a good movie. It's not quite great for me. Uh, yeah, it's not going to be. It's you not know, the darling I, I, I that everybody vote for it. Right. I don't think it's uh, the most fantastic thing. I think. Um. Well, we'll talk about the Power of the Dog in a minute. Um. Okay, production design, you got Belfast, Nightmare Alley, The French Dispatch, West Side Story, and Dune. And, you know, for me, West Side Story is in the same boat again. Uh, Production design for West Side Story is, uh, A, something that uh, hundreds and hundreds of people have been doing for 50 years now. (laughs) Right, right. Hooray. So now we figured it out. Now (laughs) we we cracked that nut (laughs) uh, with Steven Spielberg's production. I don't know. It's... uh, it's not like bad production design happened in any way. I don't yeah. think there's anything bad about it. Right. Um, I would
1: say... But it's not extraordinary. I, I would say,
0: you know, fine, you did a great
1: job. That's,
0: right. You know, but it's... I don't know. It's not, uh, it's not in the class of any of the other nominees, yeah. I think. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, cinematography... Uh, <laughs> the Tragedy of Macbeth, Dune, West Side Story, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, huh. and Belfast. And I don't know that I would say, actually, that uh, th- this might be the, the one thing that I, I would let West Side Story have. Take it. Uh, yeah. The cinematography is actually really cool and well done. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's exactly like it would jump out at me and I would go got a nominee for that, right? Yeah, um, right? Especially when you have things like like really all the other nominees here. Um, maybe Belfast is not the greatest, but it's really, really cool, mm-hmm. yeah. right? But all the other ones are, you know, for me, they're, they're still better, yeah. but I don't begrudge West Side Story this one that much. Right, right. right. Um, okay, and then you got Adapted Screenplay, yeah. Power of the Dog, The Lost Daughter, Coda, uh west side story and dune and west side story right uh which it's just nonsense right um the power of the dog i think is interesting i always think it's interesting when you get like you're adapting your own book and you get like best adapted screenplay it's like really though because is that is that really exactly what we're thinking when we're thinking adapted screenplay i don't know i like it almost makes more sense to me for that to be original screenplay i mean you know what i mean like yeah it's, i know it, it's you right. <laughs> right i mean you're not adapting something right you're just it's just still it's you Your thing, I don't yeah know. it's ai uh, i don't know it just makes that uh weird category all right original screenplay uh licorice pizza king richard belfast don't look up And being the Ricardos. And, uh, you know, in this one, they're all fine enough. I don't like King Richard. Uh, I didn't think that was a great movie anyway. And certainly not original screenplay, I didn't think. And uh, Don't Look Up is, like, goofy, right? Um, And it's not, like, a bad screenplay. A lot of it is, for me, clunky and kind of goofy and... Uh, I don't know for sure that half of it's not like ad lib and then right. how's that original screenplay? Like a lot of it just seems like people are saying shit and no one's going to stop them right, and right, you go maybe. fine. And then you go, okay, original screenplay. Right. Uh, right. Eh, I don't know. But even if that's not the case uh, for me, a lot of it is, uh, you know, it's like a joke getting best original screenplay. Like, <laughs> Like literally, like if someone told a joke and you went, right. okay, that's an original. I'm not
1: screenplay. stunned that, you know, this is like the Aaron, this is like the Steven Spielberg, you right. know, if you make oh, it, yeah, if Aaron yeah. Sorkin writes something, right. well, guess what? That's going in. So is David right. Mamet and any of the, you know, heavy hitter guys like that. Yeah.
0: So, um, okay. So best director, uh, you've got uh, Anderson for Licorice yeah. Pizza, Branagh for Belfast, Campion for Power of the Dog. Uh, del Toro for Nightmare alley Spielberg for West Side Story, and Villanueva for right. dune and uh and you know i I can't see in a million years given this is Spielberg i I almost hope he wins and and has the uh <laughs> has the you know sense of reality to like not accept it oh, I mean
1: it's come just on. yeah it's just <clears throat> it's just goofy i mean it's his first musical man he's gonna just, he's gonna accept it.
0: It's just goofy, anyway. Um, but I'll tell you, the ones for me that actually stand out are uh, Belfast, Nightmare Alley, and Dune. And uh, as much, and I, I got nothing against Power of the Dog getting nominated because the movie, whether I think it's awesome, and I I do think it's good, but it is well directed. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the other three, and, and Licorice Pizza, I could kind of go either way. I really like that movie, but it's just shy also of being like really great right. like you know right. like i gotta watch that like every year yeah but i really loved that movie mm, interesting. It, it was uh it was super cool um and then uh, we've got a couple of our own things we got best ensemble yeah and you got uh belfast don't look up the harder they fall licorice pizza power of the dog and west side story and for me, I think this really... Uh, I love the fact that we have ensemble in a variety of ways. Right. Uh, I like the fact that we do it so that some movie that didn't get a bunch of stuff, but you can go, look, all these people were awesome or right. whatever. But I also love it because uh, it so betrays the way people vote, <laughs> right? Because yeah. uh, you've got uh, Power <laughs> of the Dog and uh, West Side Story uh, nominated for this. And if West Side Story has Best Acting Ensemble... Then I mean, I just quit now. Right. there's not a chance in hell that West Side Story Ooh. is like something that needs to be nominated for best acting ensemble right. I mean half of them are horrible, frankly <laughs> and I can't wait to <laughs> and see this. it's and it's like a it's a bunch of people who are not even in a real serious way trying to do good acting right. and succeeding marvelously at right, it right. right? And yet, uh, best ensemble. This, I mean, that's just I'm gonna vote for West Side Story for everything I right. possibly. It's got
1: it's gotta be in every category.
0: And, uh, and, and Licorice Pizza. Now this is like a tricky situation here, right? Because I actually like all the acting in Licorice Pizza, right? Yeah. But you've got two young people who are really good, right? And uh, like Bradley Cooper's in it for a few minutes. Yeah. And now it's best acting on. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what's happening here? Like, this is again, like I loved licorice pizza and I'm going to vote for it for everything. It's yeah. just, uh, it's just bonkers. Like, like don't look up actually makes sense. It, well, in the, in this one, in, and, yeah. and I don't love the movie, but most everyone who's in it, I do. I do like the acting. Right. Uh, I actually really, really like, um, Christ, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> now, now i'm I stuck know. on uh, no, I know. i'm stuck on too many movies in my brain that's okay uh, at the same time don't look up um you know the guy that i don't like
1: oh dicaprio
0: yeah dicaprio right. that's it um i actually really like him and don't yeah. look up and i don't like him so i mean that says it all you've done something you've right. done something right you know um i think he is really good in this and I think, despite all the fat, all the things he's done in the last, you know, say decade or right. more, and the awards that he's actually gotten, yeah, I think he's actually acting in this movie. Yeah, that's where, good. where in a lot of them, I don't. I know you think right? he's just, yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, so there's ensemble, and then we've got uh, best young, and this one also is a little bit weird, and it's probably just a accidental, you know, quirk of how nominations work and everything, but. So you've got Jude Hill in Belfast, who is great. Cooper Hoffman is in uh, Licorice Pizza. Uh, And then it's uh, Amelia Jones in Coda. And I think it's Wendy Norman in Come On, Come On. And uh, Rachel Zegler in West Side Story. And uh, I can't read what I wrote here, but it's... uh, King Richard and her name is Sydney and I can't read my writing. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but the thing that's weird about this is, uh, Alana Heim is nominated for best actress. Right. And under 21. Right. And not in the list of best young
1: actors or actresses. And
0: that's, you know, that one I could give just kind of a (laughs) quirk, right. Of all the people nominating and stuff. But, that shouldn't be possible, right? right, right. <laughs> How could that be? There should sense, be an overlap right?
1: there. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, okay. So, supporting actress, we've got uh, Katrina Baff for Belfast, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Anne Dowd in Mass, Kristen Dunst in Power of the Dog, uh, Rita Moreno in West Side Story, and Arangino Ali. In King Richard. I uh-huh. think that's how you pronounce that. It could be Ellis, though. I don't know. Right. Like, I could be trying to be overly <clears throat> fancy. More fancy, yeah. Um, And, you know, I don't know. Those are kind of okay. I don't know about Rita Moreno. I always hate supporting actresses. I feel like supporting actresses is the, is the category, and I feel like I say this every year, it's, yeah. a, it's it's the category where just no one will pay attention to enough things <laughs> as, like, possible things to nominate, right. you right. know? And it's just... I don't know. So there's that. Okay. uh, Supporting actor, Jamie Dornan in Belfast. Kieran Hines in Belfast. uh, Troy Kotzer in Coda. Jared Leto in House of Gucci. J.K. Simmons in Being the Ricardos. And Cody Smith-McPhee in Power of the Dog. And I don't really have any great big problem with those. I'm even fine with Jared Leto, and I don't usually like him. But, you know, he's not bad in House of Gucci. Uh, even if right. I don't like House of Gucci, right? Yeah. But he's he's still not bad. But uh, Kieran Hines in Belfast is uh, the absolute See. person who should win. Yeah, uh, prob- I keep hearing probably me. not, right. or you know who knows, but definitely should. Okay, and uh, actress, you've got uh, Jessica Chastain in the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman and The Lost Daughter, Lady yeah. Gaga and House of Gucci, Alana Haim, like I just said, in Licorice Pizza, uh, Nicole Kidman and Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart and Spencer. Yeah. And, you know, again, um, I, I just I, I wish this was slightly different. I love the fact that Alana Haim got nominated because she definitely should. Right. I don't think I could say. W- seriously that she necessarily should win right um but she should be nominated i for... wouldn't i wouldn't call foul if she won right. um right. she's really good in it and yeah. and, and she's cool. like basically coming from nowhere yeah um i mean she's famous already right and but, all that but as far as acting and, yeah. and stuff like that uh I, you know i gotta say olivia coleman's probably got this pretty locked up but uh a, I don't know. I don't really have any huge problem with it. I don't think Lady Gaga did anything worthy of note in House of Gucci. But yeah. There you go. Um, actor uh, is the real cool one because um, I got two of the screwy things that I voted for actually got nominated. Yeah. Right? All right. Nicolas Cage in Pig. Right. And Peter Dinklage right. in Cyrano. Yeah. And the other ones that are meaningless to me are uh, Andrew Garfield (laughs) in Tick-Tick-Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, Denzel Washington in Macbeth, and the one that I think is probably almost completely locked to win, Benedict Cumberbatch in In Power Power of the Dog, Dog, because just no one will stop talking about him being in it. And you'd think probably Denzel could give him like a run for his money. Yeah. Um, you know, but the Macbeth hype train is just not there, even though it's, uh, Cohen and it's Denzel and the whole thing. Um, and it's good and it's Macbeth, which is my favorite. Right. So whatever. Anyway. Um, and then, uh, you got best picture it, uh, you got Belfast Coda. Don't look up Dune, King Richard, licorice pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, Tick, Tick, Boom, and West Side Story. And none of those for me are completely terrible, uh, except uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, West Side Story, and King Richard. For me, none of them should be nominated. Um, and, and actually, Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up more than King Richard. I'll let you have King Richard if you got huh. rid of Don't Look Up. Don't Look Up is just not that good. And uh, Tix- boom bad. is not that good, and *West Side Story*. I mean, *West yeah. Side Story* is actually it's fine. Right. It, I know. It, it,
1: but it, we're not talking about fine here. It, when you it, get these, it's
0: actually it's actually um, you know really good. Sure. Like if somebody said, "Here's this old movie from the '70s, right. remake that," right? And uh, great. And you did this, people go, "Well, thank you." Like, right. I mean, it you know right. it's great. It's just that uh, who cares? Right. It's just <laughs> right. I don't know. I lots of lots of people, apparently, and lots of people who vote, <laughs> I guess. But anyway, uh, so getting
1: on to uh, actually talking about movies. Man, Don't Look Up was in... West Side Story, West Side Story and- is easy to keep track of because your, your preference for, you know, keeping it under your boot a bit. But I, I was listening to you go through those, and I'm like, geez, man, Don't Look Up is like in this, it's in that, it's in those, these people there. Like, that really is... Very prominently spread across the categories.
0: It it, it is in the sense of nominating. Uh, it's there a lot. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem like as any chance to win anything. No, and I know, uh, and sometimes, but, yeah. But it is all over the place, and. And I just, you know, like quick review. I mean, like the the first half hour of the movie, I actually really liked. The first half hour I thought was awesome. When uh, DiCaprio is, uh, you know, so they find the comet and and, uh, you got DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence uh, work together as scientists, whatever. And the first half hour when they discover it, they're freaking out. They don't know what they're supposed to do. They're calling people. Uh, They end up, you know, eventually like getting to the White House at first. Once they get to the White House, like that movie is just pretty much over for me. Yeah, The movie might as well just be called, um, you know, like Trumpers are stupid. Right. And that'd be like the whole title of it. And then, you know, most of the movie you go through and it's just like, replace believing in the comet with, right. you know, like wanting to wear masks sure. or it's whatever. It's a poor allegory for and what's going on. And it's all just you know? so simple. You know, It's it all just comes through like so simple. Yeah. And I mean, then like there's moments to be funny, you know, DiCaprio gets to scream and, sure. and, and, <clears throat> and like it's cool. And you've got this whole thing where, Utterly meaninglessly there's like this subplot of DiCaprio like becoming famous and huh. and his life changing and then Kate Blanchett and all this stuff. And you know, it's like I mean it's funny but it's like just the most sitcom movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, this All whole right. movie could just be like a I half like, hour sitcom.
1: I like Adam McKay. I like his stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, he's
1: usually pretty solid. You know, it's not awful or
0: anything, but it just is like, uh, right. and. Yeah, I right, mean, right. You know, like, yep, I know. why am I watching this? Yeah. All right, anyway, uh, so getting to movies uh, that we're actually going to fairly seriously cover uh, King Richard uh, will do first. So uh, it's Will Smith and everyone loves him and thinks that he yep. should be nominated for actor and thinks that this movie is great. And it is the story of, uh, Venus and Serena Williams and their dad and basically their life growing up. Uh, and it's like, you know, the feel good story and right. he works his ass off to make them work their asses off to, you know, get out of where they are in the bad neighborhood, yep. and and uh, and basically, the movie starts out with the whole thing where, he, you know, he wrote like a fifty-page notebook of his plan for how he was going to take his daughters and make them into tennis stars before they were born, right? And like all the things that they're going to do. And so it's like the happy, feel good movie of, uh, you know, the, the gangs are like giving them grief at the beginning. Right. No one believes in him. No one wants to train his daughters, but he just won't give up because he's like a little bulldog and uh, it's a wonderful story. And then hooray at the end, it's all happy because they are right. And they are success. They are, uh, you know, and, and it's like the other daughter who we weren't watching for right. most as much yeah. for the whole movie did in fact turn out to be the better one just right. as he predicted and uh you know hooray rainbows and happiness right. and i hated it so <laughs> <laughs> oh man um so uh, like in a sense right i appreciate a lot of this movie from like just a craft standpoint, right sure. like lots of the things th- that are set in motion by people to make this movie yeah were done well right 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 and uh and will Smith is not except in a couple of spots doing like bad acting right, right. I mean he's, he's right. acting just fine right yep there are a couple of scenes that I thought were Bad,
1: actually. Heavy, uh, heavy-handed, hand-fisted, he, he scene-stealing. Really yeah,
0: there was. Uh, there's a scene where uh, Child Protective Services comes to his house. Yeah. And I swear to God, it was like watching a like all of a sudden we're watching a episode of you know Fresh Prince. Right. I'm like, what's right. happened? What just happened here? Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're on the stage in the house, right? And that was like, you know, filmed six months before anything else, yep. all by itself. <laughs> and nothing else. And he just walked in, did one take. Right. And you're like, okay, I, that was like a jarring moment in the movie for me because he was so weird. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Anyway, but, uh, uh, you know, you go through the whole course of their life and then move into Florida and like, you know, on and on where now he's like running the show because – they're his daughters, and he's going to push people around, right. and, you know, whatever. Anyway, um, but so, like I said, there's a lot of stuff I appreciate about it, but you know, also I I, I hated so much of it, <laughs> and, and and basically I hate uh, I hate like the whole theory of it, like I hate yeah. it, <laughs> you See. know, like. If, uh, you know, if you go back like a really long time to when we have talked before about uh, how we rate movies. Yeah. And like my theory is like how well did you do what you were trying to do and uh, and how legitimate is the thing that you're trying to do. Right. Right. And we are like at cross purposes with those things here. Right. Like I think you did what you were trying to do. Right. Really pretty well. Right. Right. I hate what you were trying to do. This is like uh, if if you got all the best people in movies, yeah. right, on the thing, you had like the the super friends of making movies. <laughs> yeah, everything was going to be great. Yeah, and all the acting was going to be great. <laughs> and what you were doing was remaking Freddy Got Fingered. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Hooray for Boy, you! Freddy Got
1: Fingered gets some play on the show. <laughs> I love it. Hooray for you! Yeah,
0: but your movie sucks.
1: I mean, it's like... Well, you're you, not mad you that there great. was like a biopic then because obviously they do a seasonal Oscar I, push for... You know, so I, wait, what did, what did you hate that they were trying to do though?
0: Even though you respected uh, the, I, I hated what they were and, doing. and it's interesting in a way. Um, I, I mean, I just... Unvillainize the yeah, guy uh, or... In a way, because Because everybody kind of. knows his background. Because uh, this was like, to me, this was very similar to making The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Right. Because it's like, hey, if man, you lived, a, a lot of that stuff in the making of that movie was good. Right. Right? Uh, were people acting well? Yes. Sure. Right? Did, right. It, did it look great? Yeah, right. Yeah is it a story trying to convince me that this like utterly psychotic evil person who steals right. money from people is redeemable was or, actually like yeah. just a,
1: oh, just a great gap. Yeah. Right. right. I
0: get that. Okay. Um, yes, it is. And now I hate you.
1: Right. 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 I understand <laughs> and, that. That's what I thought.
0: And it's like, you know, kind of the same thing for me. Like people are going to come out of this, of King Richard And like the theory is that they will come out and go, what a great guy he was. Right. Right. Like despite the fact that uh, he's uh, really a psycho with a little bit of psychological knowledge who is going to create people in a certain way. Right. I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. I I get it. So, you know, story wise and, you know, it's not even necessarily story wise. It's like, the fact that you made the story and like you read this story and said, yep, let's make that. Right. Uh, I want to tell that story. Like, j- because you are like, you know, kind of psychotic in like the right way. Right. Right. It's like, uh, you know, when child protective services comes in that scene yeah, and he's like, so yeah, that's, this is what I, we're doing. Cause I'm going to get them out of here and whatever, you know, like, well, I mean, yeah, but you know, uh, nobody has a problem understanding the fact that like the Chinese gymnastics people are right. not good, right? But now somehow you have the same script, right? And and, that, and now it's a good thing right. that you're doing. I don't know. So anyway, um, but so I I gave the movie um a five and a half because, huh. uh, in my unbiased. <laughs> That's you know, view of everything. It is it, it is actually like pretty good. And it's it, yeah. it's well made and it's and it's not quite actually Freddie got Figured in what it's trying to do or whatever. And it's not that horrible. Um, but, all, you know, all of the pluses added up to. Nothing that was interesting. Yes, because uh, yeah, because the concept positive out of me. So that's I, what I,
1: I I've never met Richard Williams. You know, all I know about is through not just tabloids, but just like r- reporting. You know, and the guys. You, you know, what I think is interesting about him that this film doesn't even really come close to touching. If there's going to be a movie about him, that shouldn't try to gaslight anybody about what he really and again i don't know him so to say what he really is you know i don't know but what he appears to be through reputable reporting is an egotistical driven guy who was gonna you know put his kids into a spotlight because it self-served him and he believed he was owed you know the the self-entitlement there through whatever means necessary seemed to be a big driving thing Uh, you know he wasn't my dad my uncle my spouse i don't know maybe he really wasn't like that but It certainly sounds like he was from more than one, you know, observer. I I agree with an incredible amount of stuff that you said. It landed a little better with me. I gave it a seven. Um, Despite one of the things that's really interesting, it's a long movie. And this one was sort of fun to go through it. I'm hard pressed to remember a film that I liked so many of the individual scenes but didn't think that the scenes worked best as a movie. Like I, I love watching the moment Tony Goodwin shows up, the moment uh, yeah. John Bernthal shows up, and, and I'm watching John Bernthal, and I'm like, it's great because this guy is just a sidestep for a second. I think he's got so much talent, but he looks a certain way and he's been playing a certain character. From The Walking Dead through The Punisher. And I just think he's the guy that you bring in when you gotta have somebody beat the crap out of somebody and right. not look twice at a consequence. He's got some range in him and he can play a lot of stuff. His hilarity and being frustrated at letting the genie out of right, the bottle right. and never being able to control it again, you know, with Richard Williams, those make for some incredibly fun scenes just because he is the avatar of exasperation of everyone around him. And he's, he's perfect in it. There's there's just so many times where I was watching the movie and I was, I was enjoying this scene to the next one. And I'm like, okay, of course you're going to have the gang here or the beat down there or the racism here. Will Smith is a charismatic guy. And in the right hands with the right property, he shines still. And I thought he was really, really great in this film. I thought the kids were really great. Every supporting character was great. I love the scenes more than I love the movie. Yeah. And that's a really weird thing to try to justify because it's almost like you've said this before if if a movie gets best picture, it automatically should get best director. Like people mistakenly think right, this right. or vice versa. If if Spielberg wins director, well we know West Side Story is going to get it. Well, no, actually there's there are all these little things that separate that. It's it's it was more fun to watch the movie despite feeling like i was being gaslit by a production that was owned by i don't mean specifically but certainly Venus and Serena kicked in. They were like, look, we're going to have some input with all this stuff. We don't want to beat our dad up too much, but we absolutely want people to see. I guess what I'm trying to circle around is an example I didn't think of until the second. Imagine if the Jackson Five had a big biopic well, right. and they painted Joe Jackson as just being like a real talented guy who wanted his family to do well. Right. Bullshit. Right. Or like, Bullshit. Uh, what, you know, next There's we're no going to have Tiger Woods. I was just going to say, movie. now you yeah. start toppling these dominoes. Uh, I'm waiting for the kardashian film where it it shows everybody is just this altruistic loving no (laughs) right and i know better now this is for people who may not know better this is for people who love watching oscar films but don't know enough about sports not because of the intricacies of the rules of sports but they just haven't been following the williams story long enough to know he's a tyrant right and to paint it any other way is propaganda you know so okay and that definitely undercuts the film in a big way. But what's really strange is the dichotomy of the performances of the family is great. Like, I, I mean, this just, there's just so much gelling going on there that's successful and wonderful. And part of it is one of these weird stories. Like, I don't care if it's Apollo 13 or, or you know, King Richard, you know how it's going to end. So right. you're kind of, you, you already like, okay, I, this build up to this moment where Venus faces this, this, And I won't spoil what's happening in the scene because maybe people don't remember it or haven't seen the movie. But there's this moment where you're like, wow, what's going to happen? Is she going to come out okay? Yeah, I remember. Venus is around for a long time. Right. You know, she's winning grand slams in Wimbledon until 41. Like they say in the film. But it does it well enough to look at that scene and be like, This is pretty exciting, pretty right, fun. Right. Like, because, so, so in my mind, sorry, the last thing I'll because say because you don't we go, know exactly what's happening right now. You don't then, then know, yeah, yeah. you know what happens later, but I don't know if that's the catalyst or if that's just something that sets her back. But if it makes it exciting and fun and interesting, then that means the movie is working, right? And when it works, it works really well. There are a few scenes that will. Will's pushing. I think they shot those really too early or it doesn't seem like it was really too late. It just felt like they were too early. He didn't have it yet. Right. And he eventually figures it out and he's or, got the Or he went a little
0: sideways yeah. in some scenes sure.
1: and no one was going to tell him, you, I, you know, any different. I or wish whatever. one thing, one thing that I wish the film had done, if they had any courage about it, they should have just named the movie Williams because this movie is about their dad and it's about Venus and it's about Serena, it's about the other sisters, it's about the mother, and in some way, without putting an official who in the family this film is about, you could argue, technically, it's about all of them. Like, you could really say, this is a strange film, but it's mostly about Serena. You could make that argument, you know?
0: yeah, you know, there is, I think there is some stuff that comes through with, um, you know, like you said, you like a lot of the scenes better than, you, you know, putting them all together. Yeah. And there are some scenes in, in the movie that are really good. Yeah. Um, I think especially with the daughters at certain points and with lots of the side people, yeah. like you mentioned, you know, uh, Bernthal oh, has God. to come in and, and and basically serve a certain function. Yeah. and And be the thing. That you know, Richard is right uh beating on or reacting to or whatever, you know, having his thing and, yeah. and Bernthal has to be the character, and those a lot of those scenes are really good. Yeah. Um, but you know, the problem for me is that uh I, I think like you're you were kind of saying, really, is that the scenes don't go together in the sense that the whole thing is to some extent or another so whitewashing everything. Yep. That who the guy you've got in like the one scene and then right. you see the next scene and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Right. That's gone wrong because you're trying to make him look as good as you can right. in everything all that the time. Happens, right? right. And it's like it's like that does not gel together with the scenes that you're having to right. uh, relay a certain part of story. Yeah. Because now it's a different guy that you're making right. a better guy. Yeah. And he's not the guy who's over here or, you know, whatever. Even, like like when he's in those Bernthal moments, right? right. Like that guy, right, that's, that's doing those things, right? Yeah. He's like sort of technically doing and saying the things that probably were said, right? Right. But as though the real guy were like uh, some character in a Chevy Chase movie, right? Right. Like he's he's like Fletch and he's like giving you a hard time, right? (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, that's not how that went down, right? Right. That's not how the real Williams guy gave that tennis coach shit about what was going to happen, right? Like, you know, and then you try to take that guy and then put him in, you know, like earlier scenes of other things where we're making him look better than he was and you know, I don't know. So then it, it won't gel quite properly.
1: There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, stepping around eggshells in handling him because I'm sure there's a great appreciation for all the positives that come with being a world champion in a very, in a very limited window of time where the demographics are all against you. They don't, they don't go subtle about it. They're like these are two black girls from Compton and we're going to play what is in essence in some ways at that time a European fancy country club game. Right. And I'm going to beat you, you know, and you're like, okay, well, let's we'll see how that goes. But e- even even in those scenes where he and his wife Brandy when they're like basically having their come to Jesus moments, it's really still propping him up. Yeah, it's really saying, look, I might be a little too forceful, but I only want what's good for my family, and I'm saying that's a load of crap. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing it because you feel entitled and you want the spotlight. So you know, let's be honest about something. Yeah, but it, it, I, it definitely affected the way I saw the film as a whole, not because I need to see him as a villain, but I need to see him as really who he was. Right, and I mean. there's enough to know about him in that Tammy Faye film is a great example too. I remember that history of Jim and Tammy Faye Baker. They're, they weren't saints. Right. You know, they're swindlers and to paint them in any other light is disingenuous. Yeah. So,
0: all right. Anyway, but um, still fun to watch. You know? So now um, we don't have a lot of time to get through the tender bar, but uh, oh yeah. we might as well uh, take a shot at it. So the tender bar, which um, it is a odd movie for me because I just wish I could like it more than I did. And, yeah. And I don't really have like these great negatives uh, to go along with it. Right. But, um, you know, it's the story of uh, this kid and his uncle uh, runs the bar and, you know, he grows up. And (laughs) I mean, it's it's really like
1: it's really like
0: just a coming of age story, except if we just kind of don't do any of the coming of age stuff, right? Like the coming of age just accidentally is there (laughs) and we'll tell that story. And, uh, and I mean, I don't know, like uh, hilarity ensues. I don't want to say much about what happens, um, but Ben Affleck is his uncle who runs, who runs the bar. And there's this whole really just him having to deal with, uh, his mom, and grow up in you know relatively poor conditions, yeah. and uh, you know hilarity ensues, and then he right. goes off eventually, and right. you know whatever. I mean, it's kind of uh, in some sense, it's like all very standard, and uh, yeah. and he wants to be a writer. You could, in
1: some uh, ways, say this is very much like what hillbilly elegy, what J D Vance's story is, right. in, in a very in like, generic uh, way. It,
0: yeah. In like guy grows the, up to be a it, writer and he's got a really the, weird family uh, and bullet points or yeah, whatever. You're, you right? got a
1: strange yeah. eccentric family that gives him both struggle and, you know, confidence in certain ways. And this is how the, they did it. Right. And, and it's uh, amazing. The
0: kid's not more messed up. And this is you know? uh, where he ended up and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, the problem for me, so I'm uh, just to throw things out. So I gave this one a seven and a half because I, I wanted right. I wanted to give it like just slightly more than yeah. our standard. This movie is exactly seven, yep. because actually the truth is this movie is exactly seven. Right. Yeah. Except yep. that uh, I just wanted to like it a little bit more. I just wish by the time I uh, got somewhere. And, uh, you know, we're not going to jump completely in before I let you uh, say your uh, score for it. But this movie, weirdly for me, when I watched it, reminded me of watching The French Dispatch because uh, at the end of The French Dispatch, right, there's there's a part where um, Bill Murray, who's the editor. yep. We get like the final yeah. story and then he goes like, what's that thing in the trash? And then right. he reads this other part and he's like, I wrote that, but then I, I didn't want that in. So I cut it and Bill Murray reads it and he goes, this is the whole point of writing it. Right. Uh, This is the whole point of telling this story is to be able to say this.
1: Include this. Yeah. And the
0: writer guy goes like, I could not disagree more. Yeah. And that's, and you know, part of what's actually awesome about that movie. But this movie, I felt like, man, where's that part? Right. Like I, it made me think of that. I'm like, I just don't have the little, you know, the two paragraph, half a page thing. Right. Where now there's a point to telling me this story, like yeah. it just didn't quite, you know, get there for me uh, for that. So anyway, that's
1: that's mine. It's funny. There's a thing. There's a component that gets you again, like what we were talking about, Mitchell's versus the machines. Like it is a great movie and it's really fun. And in the moment you watch it, you're like, that was a blast. It doesn't have that oomph to get it from excellent to amazing. Right, right. This I gave it a seven and a half too, and. I felt like it had the thing to get it from great to, you know, really, really excellent, but not enough to get it into that next that next push. Right. And it sucks because I think the film, which is based on, you know, it's a it's a it's an autobiography basically. But how much of that is you know going to hold to the fire of truth and not? It's it's his it's Jr's it's Junior's story. I didn't read the book. I wasn't familiar with the book. I've heard of the book, but I never, I never even came close to knowing anything about it. I don't know if the book focuses on the same amount of tension that the film does. So this part is about his family, then this is about his college, right. then this is about his first love. I feel like the thing that's missing from this is too much focus on his infatuation with a love he can't have, even though it sets up the latter part of his story professionally. But I think that there's too much there and not enough of the family because the film works on many cylinders. This film for me was like eight and a half, maybe nine when it's the family. When it's yeah. Christopher Lloyd, everything Ben Affleck does in this film should warrant him. And I haven't seen some of the other. I know people are talking about all the stuff in Belfast that's demanding and, and, and awesome. He's the reason this movie works. Right. The kid the kid is a great actor and he's he's playing his scenes really well. Every single time Ben Affleck is on the film, is on the screen, he's stealing the scenes, but he's not trying. He's just a guy I want to follow around more and see what happens at his pub that he calls Dickens right. because there's Charles Dickens books everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I love right. that. The scenes that don't work so well is when the kid is either off on somebody else's dime or he's just older and not engaged with his family more. And that's too bad because that's really where the film is prospering, where they're all filling this gap that he feels he has because of an absent fatherhood. Ben Affleck just constantly left and right, even in scenes that I won't tell you are at the beginning or to the end, but he doesn't do anything. He just winks and nods at the right, kid. Right. He's moving his head, like, get out of here. You know, those are so effectively like amazing that we talk about so many things, except also saying one more name, which is this is George Clooney's film. Right. You know, and right. when people are like, oh, George Clooney directed this. And you're like, you never know. Right. Like, he's got a style. This is Ben Affleck's film all the way through. And I loved it because of that. Right.
0: Yeah. And, you know, for me, uh, I think that I think basically the same thing. I think uh, Ben Affleck is great in it. Um, and Ben Affleck is, like you said, he's great in it. Like, you know, he's almost like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Right? Like he
1: is. He's just like. He's sometimes just he's there. He's just
0: like a part of the bar. Yeah. And uh, he makes, you know, he makes that work in, you know, like what feels like, frankly, a surprisingly realistic way. Like he is just being who this This guy is. This guy, yeah. Who is... Just part of the bar, right? And uh, reads a lot of Dickens. Uncle Charlie's somebody that you <laughs> yeah. know.
1: You you know this guy. Right. He doesn't have to be in your family. You just you know a guy like that. Um, so
0: I didn't I didn't like the part where I, I you know I didn't like the fixation either. And uh, we can't spend too much right. time on this because uh, we're going over time anyway. Yeah. But uh, I didn't like the part with the fixation either. But I feel like because it's really done wrong. Yeah. And. Um, it, there could be as much of it, right? Except like in this, in the movie and who knows what the book does, right? right? I, yeah. Cause I, Cause I have no idea it, what happens in the book, but in the movie, first of all, like the main things for me are, uh, the, the movie thinks it's way better than it is, which does not help me. <laughs> right. Right. And I think the, the older kid is not quite as good as, as, as he ought to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, And he's not as good as the movie thinks he is, right? right? Because uh, the movie has him at certain points, you know, like walking down the street, like he's Clint Eastwood walking down, you know, towards the saloon. Yeah, sure. I'm like, look, man, Clint Eastwood can do that, walking towards the saloon. (laughs) Right, yeah. And you cannot, right? right? Um, But I feel like the part that has to do with uh, all the fixation and stuff, Feels to me like hearing a person tell their own story about when they were fixated on someone, yeah, when they did not learn anything from it, right? <laughs> right? Like, right. they did not, they don't actually know, uh, like the punchline, right? That's supposed to be in this movie, or they don't, they don't know what, uh, where yeah. you were supposed to get and they didn't get there. And now they're telling you the story about, how they were overly fixated on some, on a person yeah. w- without, you know, telling it from the perspective of somebody who has learned why that's not how things should be, or that's right. not what I should have done. Yeah. They're just telling you, this is, what this is what happened. And you're like, well, okay. You know, again, where's that part where yeah. I know why I'm listening to this right. story? Yeah. Because it's not, he because it's like, he doesn't have that. Like right like yeah here's all this part where i was fixated on this girl that happened that's more that's and there's no (laughs) and that's
1: so evident to me when he's at her parents house and then that scene that whole encounter has to end the way it does and i'm like i bet that was great in the book (laughs) i bet that was three or four chapters of really fun page turning and somebody was like well that has to be in the movie right and you're like uh okay Uh, right (laughs) doesn't actually that whole thing is just a distraction but Yeah. yeah Um, but it
0: is, you know, it's still for all that. Uh, I would tell people that, to know, watch it just for him. We're going to uh, rate things fairly highly and then only say negative things sure. about them, which is what we do, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it it is a fun watch. It's just uh, by the t- by the time I was like an hour in, yep. right. I really expected that by the time I was done. I would be, you know, maybe not thinking it was like 9 or 10, but I would at least be thinking, man, that was cool. Like, that was a fun ride with mostly Ben Affleck or whatever. Yep. And what I didn't think I would be doing at the end is going, like, and yeah what? right and and so that's like there's just for me there's just like a big disappointment at the end of what's going on for me
1: to wrap up my side of it is if there were i don't i don't really have a whole lot of interest to watch the movie again but if somebody ever put a supercut of affleck scenes on right. YouTube, if there was like a 28-minute thing where he's moving in and out of things, and it's not always just him, it's how he's interacting with people in his bar. Right. You know, when he's like, oh, Tommy's spotting you, you, you know, all these things that he's doing with the relationship, his relationship with everybody in a scene is what's magical about his performance in this movie. I'll watch that supercut right. again right. because he is so engaging in in this character because like you said in the beginning he just gets this guy right and he's got it I mean he gets it he He, knows him he has it
0: watching this movie and we're gonna go but I'm just gonna uh, throw this out him being in this movie you know what it made me kind of think of after I watched it and I was thinking about it for a while was uh, I wish that with his ability now yeah right we could go back in time and remake Goodwill Hunting yeah because if you could, if you could take well, him now right. and be able to, you know, not that he's horrible in Good Will Hunting. No, he's, he's great he's movie great. and all yeah. that. He's, he's still great. He's fine. But if he could have done it. Those
1: nuances. To like the yeah.
0: level that he's in this movie. Yeah. Back when it was Good Will Hunting, that would have been awesome.
1: It's not the same movie because nothing ever is when Robin Williams is in it. But I felt like in a different time with Robin Williams being 30 years younger, Robin Williams would have been Uncle Charlie. The easy right, right, don't right. you don't let him riff on things. You're right. just like the Goodwill Hunting, Robin Williams, where you're like, you're this guy, you're caring, you're looking. It's not your kid, but you are the uncle. Go right, right. You know, and that and that's basically it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I see what you mean. All right. Uh, so next week uh, we will uh, really just be shotgunning Stuff. things yeah uh, assuming we do a show next week because oh, it'll, right, ha- yeah. it'll we have to not. be it'll have to be early in the week if we <laughs> did right and otherwise it will be after christmas so yeah right maybe ma- so merry christmas merry christmas everybody yeah. um but at that point we will just be shotgunning movies right um, that's true and and boy that's next week uh, i keep saying this but we will probably have to be doing like 10 yeah, minutes right, of a movie right. uh, as fast yeah. as we can just right. to get through everything. Sure. Ab- apart from the things that, you know, is everything demand else? more attention. Yeah. But. Thanks for tuning in and we will yeah. see you probably after Christmas. Right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by you screening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to ruscreening.podbean.com or ruscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.